Hi, and happy Friday. My name is Kimberly, and I'd like to welcome you to my first podcast, A Black Girl in Sweden. My theme for today is kindness and self-compassion. I'm just wondering, how kind are you to yourself? How much self-compassion or kindness do you allow for yourself? Apparently, the science on self-compassion or self-kindness has been found to improve our mental health and our greater life satisfaction. So, I thought this would be an interesting topic for discussion, or actually for me to talk about, and for you to listen. (laughs) But then I'll end with a few questions. So, if you're listening to this and you'd like to participate, you feel free to um, take part in uh, answering the questions, or thinking about them anyway. Um, so these last few months, um, have afforded me a lot of time and, um, which has given me opportunity to to think long and hard about my own sense of self and the kindness that I extend to myself, which means accepting myself as an imperfect person. Um, and that mistakes aren't permanent reflections of me as a person. They're just isolated moments in time and are part of my life's journey as with anyone. So, um, which can be a bit difficult since apparently like the average brain creates approximately like 70,000 thoughts each day. And I'm pretty sure that a lot of these aren't positive thoughts. Um, they are, they all aren't kind and aren't telling us or me how fantastic I am or how brilliant I am or what a great, amazing mom I am. That's not what the brain is designed to do. The brain's designed to seek out threat, keep us safe and from danger and protect us. So it it seeks out what's wrong instead of what's right. So that's always fun. Um, Yeah, the brain is a strange muscle. Um, It holds on to negative events and thoughts and feelings more than the positive ones. And it tells us that if we're just this or if we're just that or if we did this or if we could do that or if we tried a little harder or a little less, we could be so much better. But um, instead, I guess we should recognize and accept that everyone struggles um, and it's part of our shared experience, right? Um, Talking to ourselves in a positive way during difficult times can make us more resilient, but it's also um, probably one of the last things that we we kind of do just because it's not in our nature. Or maybe it is for some people, but I guess it's not that much in my nature. So I have to try to be mindful and um, acknowledging of struggles, of my struggles, and try not to judge me um, and allow for a bit of compassion for myself as I would for others. And that's, I think, the difficult part is that we just, we probably um, have much more compassion and a lot less judgment for others than we do for ourselves. And I guess we should wonder why is that, is it like that? At least I do. And so I try to focus a bit on, um, trying to, uh, I guess, have a bit more of that um, for myself. Um, Yeah, I'm just trying to get all my thoughts together. I probably should have them more together before I start this. But this is my first one, so it's a work in progress. Um, Hopefully they'll get better, and I'll be more um, coherent in my thoughts. Um, And maybe I should write them down on paper. 
I don't know. We'll see. But like I said, I try to, um, I think we should focus more on our progress, you know, instead of, uh, perfection. And that would probably make our lives more, um, enjoyable and easier. I think what motivates me to keep me going is I find it empowering to look back and to see the progress that I've made in my life in spite of some of the challenges that I faced. And I faced challenges, believe me, more than you'd like to know. Um, but I'm not saying that I um, have my life has been more difficult than anyone else's. I'm sure we've all faced amazing challenges and probably you know some that people would never guess. Um, yeah, when, and usually they say like, when the going gets tough, you know, we draw on our past successes and hope that they propel us forward. But, um, I guess reflecting on my progress, uh, has also reinforced the belief in me that I I have the ability to change and, um, we all have the ability to change over time. It's like my Angela says, when you know better, you do better. And I guess over time, we hopefully live and we learn and we learn to do better and therefore we improve ourselves. Um, Yeah, I think this belief in ourselves and our self-kindness fuels motivation and probably can help sustain us through through, even more challenging times. I mean, perhaps even like now. I mean, some of the self-compassion and um, I guess putting ourselves in a self-compassion self-kindness mindset will help us um, through this through 2020 (laughs) Um, hopefully with a lot of um, support from friends and family Um, yeah but getting back to self-love or not self-love self-compassion and self-kindness um i think when we focus on what we've learned um it may take the pressure off of us to experiment with some new approaches to see what works best and what doesn't in um improving our self-compassion and our self-kindness um for me i think uh my eyes are now open to like my accomplishments and some of this the successes that I've had um no matter how small they may be I try to find um joy in them and uh try to um yeah find joy in them and just take a little bit of pride and um have a little bit of celebration for myself that I was able to achieve a goal no matter you know goal or accomplishment no matter how small it may be but um, it's something that I've done and I should be proud of it so I tried to do that Um, you know because perfectionism it's it's not sustainable because it's our lives are ever-changing so I mean there are there will always be like trials and tribulations and by focusing on ourself compassion progress we can um, more easily overcome obstacles because we know that there will be more ups and downs and we know that we don't have to be perfect um that that path to self-happiness isn't a straight line it's um knowing that 
it's knowing this that will keep us on on that path and I always like to bring science into things so it's like science says we can't change our genes but we can change ourselves somewhat but um, yeah happiness is ultimately a result of a complex the complex interaction of genes and behaviors and what's going on in our lives at that specific moment in time and while each of us has a genetic set point for happiness um, we have that we have the ability the ability to offset it which brings us to this what I find to be um, a really important takeaway. We have the power to take control of our own happiness by choosing our thoughts, our behaviors, and our actions. And according to recent research into the types of interactions um, we have, it says that through like exercise um, and interventions and designed to promote positive and emotional qualities such as kindness and mindfulness suggests that such qualities may be the product of skills we can learn through training like in the way of uh, the practice which improves like our musical or athletic abilities so it's so basically like if we um, practice self-kindness and self-compassion I guess on a daily basis the more and more um, will improve and the better we'll be at it. So I guess that's something that I'm striving for and something that I'm working towards and looking, um, yeah, looking into in a bit more detail. But of course, like over time, we can absolutely, I'm sure, build lasting habits that increase our resilience and in, which will in turn improve our self-happiness. And um, yeah, our self-compassion. So, with that, I think I would like to end, like I said, asking everyone that's listening, if you're so inclined, to spend some time in the coming week reflecting on the concept of self-compassion and self-kindness, and whether it's a new concept for you or something you've actively practiced, I'm sure there's room for improvement. Just wondering, like, what challenges you what challenges do you have? Um, what, at what points in your life has it been particularly dif- difficult to you to be kind to yourself or to be compassionate to yourself? How can you, how can you prepare yourself to be more self-compassionate in the future? As for me, um, ending on this little note, I keep a picture of my two daughters from a memorable summer long ago on my phone and in the midst of stressful moments it's some it reminds me to focus on what I enjoy and it diverts my attention from the rest so I often like look at it in moments of stress when it just seeing their smiling faces and remembering that wonderful summer day and that memory just kind of releases a lot of stress and just makes me smile and I kind of forget whatever it is I'm going through at that moment so do you have some sort of like um I guess uh like stress relief or something like that that gets you through and that makes you think of kinder um, times or moments. Um, and on that note, I'm ending my first podcast um, about self-compassion and self-kindness. 
I hope it's given you some seeds for thought and um, this was my first run so I hope to have my thoughts and my topic a bit more together for the next episode so bear with me and um, look forward to next week okay have a nice weekend and take care bye